Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans. I am Eric Sorensen, joined here with John Gudat and Luke Olson. And guys, big times, big happenings. We are live on Facebook. It is What's up, guys? Tuesday night. Uh, we, you know, I feel we, like we have an audience. We, do, I hope so. You know, hope people logging on. They're kind of getting the updates and and getting that right now. I, you know, um, there's no there's no uh, editing. No. Uh, so be no, careful what you're let's saying. Stop and rewind here. Let's, uh, so we're on it. Yeah, we're live. Uh, it was kind of a you know one of the episodes when we first started this podcast talked about being survivors, and we're surviving right now, fellas. That's right. We are surviving because we're rolling, and there's no breaks, and there's no stopping this week. There's no stopping for, me. Oh, go ahead for no. episode number twenty six. Just gonna say Wade Boggs, baby. Wade Boggs episode. Uh, no stopping us. Saying thank you to uh, Fitter's Furniture. Our great sponsor, Fitterers Furniture, there on the corner of 4th and Main. Go check them out. Uh, I saw Follow them on Facebook because that's a really good follow. We know we share their Facebook posts, but we also have um, – I saw some furniture posted today that was quite phenomenal. It kind of is – it's one of those things where you see and you're like, wow, that could fit in my living room I could definitely well. have that yeah, someday. Yeah. Um, like I said, you know, that we're live on Facebook. Uh, it'll be up there forever. That's good stuff. Big week ahead of us. Uh, the only disappointing thing about this whole thing is Luke did not put the shirt on behind me. Oh, I did. He no, was, the Western you he was supposed to put the Western you shirt, yeah. but we'll, we'll go for a different one. Yeah. Um, big week, fellas. We got, well, first off, let's talk about what happened in Tacoma Dome on Saturday. Big Friday, big Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there was a handful of Ellensburg guys, handful of K-Town guys, and uh, one kid from Kittitas who, who uh, made it to Mac Classic there in Tacoma Dome. I'm telling you, if you didn't make it out there, Put it on your bucket list of things to do. There's not much, uh, there's not many things that would rival the, uh, you know, uh, a state championship um, kind of atmosphere, whether it's basketball or, or wrestling or softball. What I mean, you name it, baseball maybe. Um, but there's nothing like 24 mats under the dome. But, uh, you know, we'll start with the, uh, with our friends to, uh, I guess you could say the west of us uh, there in Cleelum. Um well, you know what? Let, let's let's talk with some of the team scores first. So, mm-hmm. Kittitas and Ellensburg only had a small contingent, but uh, Ellensburg, they placed so well. The individuals placed so well that uh, the team was able to uh, to uh, secure seventh place. So, top ten in the state two A. And uh, the, the thing about the two A league, or pardon me, the two A classification is, um, it is absolutely stacked. That lower valley, that Yakima Valley, is just getting stronger and stronger, and uh, Toppenish is a team that is just absolutely dominating um, statewide. I'd like to actually see them, what they would do at the 3A and 4A level, but uh, Toppenish got the um, Toppenish got the team win, but Ellensburg uh, as a team got seventh uh, seventh overall, and uh, we had uh, we had three guys in the, um, in the state finals for individual medals. Uh, they all uh, ended up uh, uh, losing in the championship, but second place ain't bad in the state. So uh, my hats are my hats off to uh, Christian Davis there and uh, Francisco Ayala, uh, Lorenzo Gonzalez uh, also took second. Uh, Henry Reinhardt, uh, he got uh, uh, eighth. eighth. I was going to say top eight uh, in the state as well at 182 pounds. So just. Um, you know, you never know what to expect there in Tacoma, but the fact that four guys can do so well that the team itself places in the top ten, um, that's pretty dang incredible. And uh, and you could say the same thing for uh, Kittitas as well. Uh, they brought uh, 
four guys and three alternates that ended up not making it to the map, but four guys and and uh, those guys placed uh, as a team ninth in the state, uh, kind of like um, Toppenish in the two A level, the Tenasket, which uh, you know Coach Tree talked about last mm-hmm. week. They're they're just absolutely dominant at the at the two B level, so. They took home the team title, but um, well, it's looking like a kid from Tenasket's the one that beat Tony in the championship, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know if you're gonna lose, and you know you never want to lose any time, but I mean, you're second best wrestler in the state at your weight class, so yeah, Tony Rios got uh, got beat in the championship uh, round at 100, 120 pounds. Uh, Jonathan Jones uh, got beat uh, for um, I think it was third place at one hundred and thirteen, and then Paul Jones as well. Uh, getting to that uh, the, the the consolation finals, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. um, and losing there. But you know, the one thing about the team itself is, uh, you know, we went eleven years in a row of top ten finishes, and then had a couple of rebuilding years, and now we're back into the top ten for for a ninth place. So you think twelve out of the last fourteen years were in the top ten? So that just kind of shows you what. Uh, kid at Test Wrestling is all about. Absolutely. And we're not going to put him on camera because he's a face for behind camera, but we have a state champion in studio here. We do have our a state producer, champion. camera guy running the live camera. Nate Sorensen was a two time state champ, I believe. Yeah, two time. We're getting the head nod. So, look at that. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll have him on the other side of the camera one of these days. Someday. Someday I mean, he can come on this side of He's it. got the face for a podcast. He, and, and he's a, he works for the right path or price. Beer, What's that? He works for the right price. Beer and pizza. Beer and pizza <laughs> is yeah. his price. So, you know, um, I, I will I will say something. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks to be in playoff shape still. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hydrating well already. <laughs> I mean, he clearly he could clearly take the mat right now for an Iron Man kind of a wrestler. Hundred so. percent. Um, let's go to the the one A level, and uh, uh, let me pull up pull him up here. Uh, but Caden Wilder, he uh, he went zero and two on the season, uh, or pardon me, zero and two there in Tacoma. Uh, so not the the trip that he wanted to have, but the fact that um, you know you can get to Tacoma at uh, 106 pounds on the 1A level. So again, not the uh, finish that he wanted, but the fact that he was made at the state and only uh, you know 12 to 16 kids in his weight class in the entire state can say that. Mm-hmm. Not bad. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, the other big thing is I wonder who won the heating <coughs> competition for Kittitas on the way home. We, we should have got you know Connor yeah. for a follow up. Um, is that something that you guys did as well back in back in your time, an eating competition after after state is done? I think what he's saying is there was no competition. He won it every he time. He won it every year. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly what's being said. Well, let's move on to the hardwood floor. A couple district title games being played this weekend for the local teams. Uh, we'll first talk off, talk about the Kittitas Coyotes. You know, we were there. What a great facility in Quincy, by the way. If you haven't yeah, gotten to see that new school, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the you know, got beat you the know, first. Hold on, hold on. We're we're on the air, so I'm not going to say that uh, a building is beautiful. Maybe our <laughs> wives. Maybe our wives, and they're and, wonderful, and, aren't they? Yes. So <laughs> our our wives are beautiful here. We're getting a couple of uh, nods mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, right in the foyer of mm-hmm. the country studios Absolutely. here. But uh, yeah, a great a great brand new facility, and and uh, I tell you what, we. Uh, kind of ran into a buzzsaw there um, in Brewster. Um, but you know the first quarter wasn't the quarter they lost because the kid has outscored Brewster in the thir- second, third, and fourth quarters. Yes, he did. You so, must have read my story. In that's the, uh, of in course the where record. I get my information from, John. Of course. Uh, <laughs> you know, Brewster is tall, so their starting five was 6'2", 6'2", 6'4", 6'6", and 6'7". Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas we, you know, were ranged from 5'8", to, I guess, uh, you know... Um, 
Cody Van Dorn is 6'4 there in the middle, but they're incredibly tall and they could not miss. I mean, you were there. They're, um, they're hot. They were they were hot and uh, they, were they got us on our heels pretty good. They were tired of losing the kid at test. It feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you kind of felt that there were some Brewster people sta- uh, sitting right next to us, and mm-hmm. and um, before the game started, they basically you know the equivalent of you know we've been waiting for this for four years basically. Yeah. And, John um, flipping the bird and walked away. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we got down uh, by 18, 28, uh, 10, and. Mm-hmm. We couldn't necessarily chip away at the lead. I think the the closest we got uh, two or three different times was down to fourteen. Um, but the fact that you know we we start eighteen points down and and we lose by fourteen, um, and they didn't pull their starters till the very end, so mm-hmm. that's a, legi- a legitimate right. gap of fourteen. It, you know, it could have been thirty. It could have been really ugly, mm-hmm. um, and yes, wasn't the result <laughs> that we wanted. But uh, the fact is, we're we're still in the state regional and. Uh, which is in Longview, Mark Morris High School, home Mark, of the Monarchs. Are you? Yeah. Will you be there? I will be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. Are you going to be there? I'm going to be there in spirit. You're going to be in there in spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a something big happening Monday, and and I got a lot to do to get ready for that. Okay, I get it. But I will be there in spirit. Hopefully, live updates from John Gudat the entire time. So find him, add him on Facebook, add him on Twitter. They'll That's be right. letting us all know yeah. if they're serving. It's, it's I need more Twitter follower followers. Twitter. I have follower, a, follower. Yeah. I have 125 followers on Twitter, <laughs> so and I'm, I am. That. It's not a. I'm not embarrassed to say that probably 80 of them are are bots. So, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely, you can tell when it's <laughs> fake people following you. So, oh, yeah. I probably have like 35 legitimate followers. So well, we'll just get that out there. There was a great conversation that we're going to get to after we talk about Ellensburg girls basketball that was on there. Review and a couple of people and. Our yes. Facebook on there, but we'll get that in just a second. Uh, but no, if you can get down the Longview for the weekend, take the honey for the drive and go watch right. the Coyotes play at four o'clock at Mark Morris. They're playing uh, Wakaikim, uh, which they're I think their tenth or eleventh coach. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that uh, right there. <coughs> we're we're fourteenth, uh, ranked fourteenth in the RPI. Right. Um, they're getting hot this, at the same time. They finished uh, fifth in their league standings, so they're kind of rolling right now. Um, mm-hmm. The kid that has spin you could put on that is. At some point, it's going to cool off, and so hopefully right. it's this weekend. And if you're going to go and you take Highway 12 or you, uh, and then you connect with I-5 there, you're going to be connecting it around a, a place called Bader, Washington. Uh, Bader is about the size of the this room here, country. Perfect. And uh, there's a burger joint there called Mrs. Beasley's but that I've been going to since the late 70s. All right. Get yourself a burger at Mrs. Beasley's. Send us a picture. Yeah. Luke was in the Sundome. Watching the Ellensburg girls win a district title, cut them nets down. Tell us about it. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty good game for Ellensburg. Uh, you know, capped uh, I guess the district, you know, district postseason and regular season twenty two and zero heading into regionals. Uh, yeah, the East Valley game a pretty good test in the beginning. Um, you know, uh, I think they were tied tied fifteen fifteen after the end of the first. Uh, Brindley Hagemeyer hit like. Uh, basically half court three at the buzzer to Seriously. tie it. Yeah, they went on like a seven eight zero run just to end the quarter, and then they they pushed ahead about ten. Um, and then East Valley's, uh, I think her name was Ashlyn Sylvie. She had like twenty of the team's twenty one points at the first half, but uh, Ellensburg just kind of pushed their lead from there. And you know they shot the ball really well. Um, they hit like thirteen threes, and uh, Dylan and Brindley each had fourteen. Um, yeah, what's what was kind of interesting it was uh 
Ellensburg usually plays a one-three-one defense. They're they're known to right. you know, cost them, you know, force turnovers, and uh, they played man the whole time, and that kind of really, really threw East Valley off. And even Jeff Jeff Whitney kind of knew it would, and you could tell they were. Um, <laughs> We there was, yes, she made yes, her way yes, in this yes. time. Where <laughs> Ellie Sorensen came in the the uh, into the uh, studio today. She was so intrigued with what Luke had to say about the one three one defense. She I loves one three one. She's a defensive mastermind. <laughs> Continue, Luke. Sorry yeah. About that. So <laughs> they played man, and uh, East Valley's got some good shooters, so they didn't want to you know have them let them have any space. But uh, yeah, they it was kind of interesting. They got their twenty second win on the twenty second of February, and and they won by twenty two. So wow. Some good, uh, you know, little magic to go into the postseason. I think they got, but they got a WF West. Uh, they're the number seven seed, and Ellensburg's number two. And mm-hmm. um, Ellensburg is guaranteed a spot to state state already. Right. So, so they're in a double elimination game right now. Right. Yeah. As to where Kittitas is in a single elimination for the next two. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> there, it's at Davis, correct? Davis High School. So yep. close mm-hmm. enough for Ellensburg people to make a thirty-minute drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, they probably would like that to have it at Central, but yeah, it's not too. Bad. Is there a reason why it's not in Ellensburg? I, I believe both Central teams are on the road this weekend, so why wouldn't Central oppose? I don't know. Maybe because it's more of a home. I, I, I don't know if they. Would. I'm not sure how that works. I mean, because money, Kittitas, money, yeah. money, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's. I see. I. Well, that leads us to our conversation that we're about to have. We put it on on Facebook about the seeding and how they, the WIA, how they've done things. And it's, it's obvious the RPI rankings is how they seed everything. Um, they are um, based off your schedule, your opponent's schedule, and your opponent's opponent's schedule. Right. So that being, it's all a mathematical equation of how this all works. Well, then you got a team, I'm not going to name the other schools, but you got a team that was had a great season. They won all the games, but then they get knocked off in the in their league championship game, right? And they're ranked higher, way higher. They get into that top eight team than that lower than the team that knocked them off in the EWAC. So I guess the whole point of the whole conversation was: Is this something that are we putting a bigger emphasis on the league games than a just or a playoff game? I look at it as a as as a whole. Um, you say that team shall remain nameless. Uh, I have. No clue who you're talking about Mm -hmm. there, country. But uh, I think that, uh, you know, I think Kittitas was ranked 20th. Didn't correct me if I'm wrong. I think uh, I was worried that uh, even though, you know, I guess state when you include the regionals is the top 16 teams, or but uh, I was kind of worried that um, Kittitas's RPI wasn't going to be good enough. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was switched a couple of years ago. Or not, because we were 20th. It's got the, the top 16 in the state playing. So nope. like the argument like you could start making on this would be like you right. want to go back to the random draw. Right, random draws. And mm-hmm. to do, right. Or you want to keep trying to tweak the RPI. Right. Yeah. And make it fit. So like, I, you know, it's weird. Yeah, it, it is it weird. It is better right now than what it used to be. Right. Like, I, like I could have the top two teams in the state playing in the first round. Well, let's, let's hold on real quick. Let's just bring him on, because he needs to be a microphone. Bring, bring in him our on. guest yeah, of the yeah, week. Yeah. He's here for the softball preview, but we got he's him a in guru. Here. He's, he's a, a guru. guru. Yeah, Coach Nate Phillips of the Kid has High School Softball Program, the AKA the Guru. Let's get RPI him on the microphone. Guru. I'm gonna turn your microphone back on because I had it turned off. Coach Phillips, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, 
So let's go. Let's talk a little bit. Uh, okay, say what you're saying. Well, we'll but on the mic. with the basketball. Like, do you yeah. want to go back to the the random draw where they seeded it and then they they would draw it and then they'd go back and go, well, we can't have Adna and Tuta Lake playing in the first round, so let's redraw that. And then you've mm-hmm. got essentially like you've had the top two teams in the state oftentimes playing in the first round of the state tournament. And so the two teams that essentially should be making the the state finals, I mean, if they're the top two teams in the state, then they should be playing for the championship, right? Mm-hmm. So you had them right. playing in the first round, and then you know a team that went twenty-seven and zero or whatever they were by that point in time is playing for the best is fifth and eighth. Mm-hmm. So they went to then they went to the like the other regional format without the RPI, and then they tried to pass that off as state and all that, and mm-hmm. then they've gone to the RPI where at least now, if you're the top one of the top eight teams in the state you've at least got two opportunities right now to to make your way to that state championship mm-hmm. game, which is what a lot of people are clamoring for. And then you start, like, really, like, now you, everybody's going to complain about something. Oh, yeah. And so you, you can follow some of the WIA's, like, Facebook stuff, and I've seen, I think it's Life Christian complaining about wherever they have to go. I haven't looked. I haven't mm-hmm. really followed it this year. Kind of knew where we were falling, that we were going to fall into that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that loser out round. Right. That's fine. That's that's mm-hmm. where our schedule put us this year. Right. Great. And granted, you know, you 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 know, you knocked off the league champs in the district playoffs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And but you got to go back and go. Well, they went on the road in the regular season, came came to Kittitas, and let's just go there. Came right. to Kittitas and 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 beat us. Mm-hmm. That's got to be worth something, doesn't right. it? If you go on the road, and let's just put it. It's White Swan we're talking about, right? right. If Kittitas <laughs> goes down and, and beats, no White secret, Swan, yeah. beats, beats White Swan on the road in White Swan, right. that's a that's a big win. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no different than Ellensburg going down to Sela and knocking them off in their gym. Right. I mean, even when you're having a good year, going on the mm-hmm. road to somebody's place is is hard to beat people. Right. So I I think they've they've got it. They need to keep working on it, obviously, mm-hmm. but yeah. it it's it's better than what it was. In my opinion, yeah, it's harder the scheduling thing. And I actually, I've seen other coaches that say things like, "Well, I'm not going to not schedule somebody close to us because they're going to hurt my RPI." Mm. Like that—that's where the biggest thing is coming into. I got you. So, what do you think, Luke? I can agree with Nate. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you just got to win. Well, yeah, and that and that does put up because you could win all year long. You have one bad game. I guess the only flip side to that: what if a team goes into playoffs and all of a sudden half their kids got kicked off, or they've got? Can you add a human element to the whole thing to where it takes an account? Well, how often are you finding that in a high school situation? Which is true, and, not very. And often. you can go no further than us. The last mm-hmm. two years, we've had to play Brewster back to back year, or right, you know, right. in a district championship game, and mm-hmm. then you turn around and play them in that regional top eight game, mm-hmm. like for back to back years. So that's like. Hey, let's just play the same team over and over again. Right, is what they've kind of faced. Mm-hmm. So, and that was actually the last year was Toledo, wasn't it? They've also had Toledo on there, right? But it yeah. seems like they've seen Brewster so many times, mm-hmm. almost we consecutively. Yeah. But yeah. when you're talking about the top eight teams in the state and how it works, then mm-hmm. that's and you're and you're in the same district, you're probably going to stare that down, right? So. I know there. I saw on Twitter there were some coaches or, or yeah, fans. I'll call them fans on Twitter who were complaining that. So Colton, who won oh, like yes. ten straight 
one B titles, the Colton Girls or whatever it was. Yeah, nine, it, yeah, it's a nine it's out a, of last. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's been, a crazy number. It's a heck of a run. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's like you in high school. I mean, that's the kind of accolades that they had. And then they're number <laughs> six this year, and then they got beat and they lost at the wrong time. So they're not even going to be. Well, they won't even be a factor. They won't even be in Spokane, and so. And that's the part of the like. Well, I mean, Wava. Mm-hmm. Walla Walla Valley Academy out of our league is like what they were like number five in the RPI somewhere. They were up pretty, they were high, pretty high. Yeah. Right. And they got knocked out of the district tournament. Yeah. So sometimes you kind of wonder why we still play in the district tournaments. Well, I mean, right there is why I think you're still playing that district tournament. You're looking at, and I think I, you know, I heard you talk about it once and, and I'm one of those guys, you know, when we were in high school, we, we were the sixth seed going in the district tournament and we went on, went on a three game tear, mm-hmm. won the district tournament and went to the state tournament for the first time in like 40 years in school history. Well, that's still there. There's still that opportunity for you to go on a run in the district tournament mm-hmm. and knock people off and, and make it in. And yeah. you're talking about Wakaiakum. I mean, they're if they're they were yeah. five in their league, and they they got hot and won some games. And well, and that's Kid House is kind of the same boat as that too. Yeah, I mean, they 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 played well in league, but not so well in non-league, and mm-hmm. they they won the games that they needed to win down the stretch here. And that's right. that's kind of what postseason like basketball sort of turns into, or even postseason play is. Mm-hmm. You know, what about that team that that's gotten hot? Mm-hmm. We we lost to a team. Honestly, we lost to Franklin. It was the same boat as us. They're like a 14 and 10 team that just absolutely caught fire at the end of the year. It helped that they had a guy named Jason Terry that went on to have a pretty good right. NBA career. <laughs> yeah. But they went on and they caught fire and went on to win a state title. Mm-hmm. So it, I think it at least keeps that element alive. Right. Which yeah. for high school fans, I, I think they really enjoy. When I when we first put that post, I, I put the post up for Facebook. Um, but I was also thinking, like, man, that kind of sucks. But then I got to thinking the more and the good quality windshield time I had today. This is pretty darn similar to how the NCAA tournament's drawn. They're, they have a little bit of human element to it, but it's the same theory as in, like, I guess I thought, it, I mean, it's the yeah. same as in your team can. Yeah. Some teams are, you know, the Cinderella close to 500. They they go and win their conference title, but, that, but their draw is just not – Number one. So I guess you're, if you're thinking human element, you're looking at like maybe a team that their kid um, blows their knee out. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Let's just say that doesn't happen, but right. those things happen, and that's their best player. Then mm-hmm. that drastically changes what their team looks like. Mm-hmm. How does that human element seed that team? And I just don't know at this level if that's right. Good point. If that's quite possible. Right. Well, let's move on. Sounds good to me. We gotta take a quick break. But we'll be right back after these great commercials that I really hope plays. Um, <laughs> but we'll be right back with our softball preview. We unfortunately couldn't get the Ellensburg and Quillam coaches to call in doing schedule, but we got Coach Phillips in-house, in studio, and we'll be right back with a Kittitas softball preview. Is a new sofa calling your name this new year? Maybe a recliner? Whatever furniture needs replacing, when it comes to furniture upgrades, you can trust the professionals at Fitterer's Furniture in Ellensburg. A knowledgeable sales staff, certified interior designers, and three floors of quality home furnishings are just some of what you'll get at Fitterers. Fitterers also offers in-house financing, free delivery, and Holloway in Central Washington. Fitterers Furniture, quality furniture since 1896. Fitterers. Fitterers. All right, well, we are back after that brief commercial break. Hopefully, if you are watching online, uh, it, you stuck around because we had a little bit of a, a glitch. glitch in the internet service. 
Great service, by the way, but it kind of shut down <laughs> for a minute. Uh, but I believe we're back online, according to our camera crew. Shows that we are back on on the, the deal. So let's hop into our team preview for this week. Uh, like I said, there's something big happening on Monday. We got Monday, March 2nd, the opening day of or baseball softball practice. And in-house, we got our kid house softball coach, Nate Phillips. Thank, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me in. Appreciate it. We're, we're glad to have you. <clears throat> yeah, I could make the right hand turn this time. So you got it, on. finally. Yeah, Gosh, yeah. dang yeah. it. He was going to be our very first guest, too. <laughs> but uh, so, Nate, first off, talk about how you got into coaching and, and coaching at Kid Atas. Oh, coaching? Yeah. Uh, I got into coaching as I was uh, starting college and, uh, it was baseball and I was just kind of trying to decide, do I want to keep playing? And, uh, I wasn't really interested in playing at TCC at the time, which is uh, Tacoma community college. And so I went to my high school coach and said, Hey, can I, uh, can I come out and help? And, uh, he said, yeah. And he was a little worried because I was just a year removed in, in coaching guys that I just played with, but, uh, it turned out to be a pretty good experience. Um, it got me into education and, and being a teacher. And then like my high school basketball coach grabbed me and I started coaching spring basketball mm -hmm. games too. And, uh, from there it just kind of kept going and, uh, coached there for two years while I finished in community college, coached basketball there for a year. And then I uh, came over here and, and started college and took one year off and uh, realized that I was bored during the winter, <laughs> did not know what I was getting myself into. Uh, the next year, contacted Brian Hagbo, and uh, the rest is kind of history. I just kind of kept coaching basketball and baseball. And then eventually I graduated from college and was teaching in Royal and trying to figure out if it was time to move back to the West Side or not. And uh really wasn't interested and this job in Kittitas opened up and really love the Valley and enjoy the Valley and everything that it offers. And so, uh, put in for it and was hired to be a math teacher and, nice. uh, <clears throat> basically, uh, coached anything and everything that was available to me and, uh, knew that I wanted to be a head coach. And the only thing open at the time was, uh, high school fast pitch. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wasn't uh, going to be taking the basketball over anytime soon or nobody even really knew who I was. So, And then the Watkins guy was coaching baseball there. Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't, uh, wasn't going to open up. <laughs> and uh, so fast pitch. And I was fortunate to go to a clinic and learn quite a bit about pitching and base running. And, and the rest uh, has turned into 17 years of coaching fast pitch. 17 years now, wow. 17 years, yeah. That's, That's awesome. Uh, I, when I took that job, I never would have uh, imagined it went that way. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my Probably one of my best moments was the, the first doubleheader we played. We played Thorpe, mm -hmm. and we played it on the, the old field over there, and I uh, <clears throat> had really no idea what I'd gotten myself into. <laughs> <laughs> like, no idea. And uh, – uh, really fortunate. I, you know, I had Katie Hart as a senior, uh, just, you know, renowned competitor, great basketball player, mm -hmm. uh, also a really good fast pitch player. Right. And uh, <laughs> after that game, we lost the doubleheader like 14 to 12 and 14 to 13 or something. And we might have we might have split. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Katie looked at me and she said, uh, you were a little nervous today. I said, yeah, yeah, I was. I said, but I know what we need to do now. So we're going to be all right. And that that group went on a uh, went on to have a great year and, uh, we finished third in state and just, uh, I mean, had a blast and they kind of hooked me in from there. Yeah. It was just a uh, great game, great sport. And 
You've had a lot of success now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Co- Coach, I actually remember that year, and uh, I can actually hear and see Katie Hart asking you just point blank. You were kind of nervous there, so yeah. just point blank. Um, Katie, Katie never minced words. Uh, I, I'd coached and taught at Ellensburg, and I'd worn an Ellensburg polo to school, and <laughs> she goes, "What are you doing wearing that here?" And I was like, "Well, I, don't, I mean." <laughs> It's not like I got a lot of kid stuff yet, Katie. What would you do with it? I'd put it on my pig. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's a that's a kid that's going to compete and, yeah. and and get after it. And there's a lot of different things that um, Katie definitely helped me along the way as a coach, uh, having a kid like that uh, in your first year. So you weren't any stranger to, um, I guess you could say, the, the Kittitas Valley wind, but uh, was that hard to get used to as a coach thinking, wow, I'm being knocked over by 30 to 40 mile an hour winds? No, uh, no, that, that, that <laughs> not at all. I spent three years coaching baseball at Ellensburg too. And, you know, the random March snowstorms are, huh. uh, you know, woods. yeah, well, we've seen enough of them already here in late February and there's not a foot and a half, two feet of snow on the ground right now, coach Sorensen. So Absolutely. we're, uh, we're all very grateful for that. But no, uh, there are days where uh, sometimes I think it would be better to be on the west side. It's actually it was it's always been really fun over here uh, for kids to go like start sprinkling, yeah, coach, start sprinkling like coach. It's raining. <laughs> are, we, are we going outside today? Yeah. <laughs> and I would be like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're going outside today. <laughs> we'll go outside in the rain. I got no problem marinating in the rain. But there are days, uh, Coach Gudat, where I we stand out there and you think. What are we doing? <laughs> Why are we out here? <laughs> like it, it just it beats on you, and there it's something else. And by now we can tell on the fence. Like that fence looks like it's about to blow <laughs> yeah. over the backstop. It's time, it's to, time go to go in. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. that's a that's a question that maybe you don't have to ask yourself on Monday. What are we doing? So you know for sure you're not shoveling snow on Monday. Absolutely. Like we are not wondering like when is the. Uh, Who's got the snowblower? Can we plow that? What <laughs> What's our solution here? Hey, let's go up and take care of that and watch it dump another foot on top of what we just took off. Yeah. There's There's none of that going on, so that's a that's a bonus this year. That's big time. It's pretty stressful, actually. Is you know we've been waiting for the hammer to drop again, the way it's mm-hmm. gone the last yeah. like, three out of the two out of the last three years. So, so when it snowed a little bit on uh, on Sunday, were you getting nervous or anxious or? Yeah, there was a uh, there was some angry messaging going on between the coaches. <laughs> like, 100%. what is this stuff? Good news, I still got to go edge of the field after the storm was over because it didn't last long, luckily. Yeah. So, well, talk us through the season. What you look to, you, you guys graduate quite a bit, but you still are traditionally going to have a yeah, strong I mean, roster we, there. We, we graduated a ton, and uh, that's a group of kids that, that's come in and, and played really kind of nonstop for, for four years. And, mm-hmm. and they've, they've had a great ton of success, and you know, we're happy, happy for them. And they're, they're moved on, though. And so we have to continue on and yeah we're we're pretty pretty confident in what we have coming back um we've got some kids that have been been playing and and, and contributing to that and we've got grace Alfin back who's who's been a a stud in the center in the circle for us and we get to take you know we're really fortunate catching wise and i've really in my career been fortunate catching wise to have a lot of really good catchers actually it's only like five like i get really fortunate Mm-hmm. But I've got Autumn Miller who has filled in at short, caught a little bit because we've had Peyton and we've had Trin and um, who can 
can step in and behind the plate and automatically take care of business and is excited because, you know, that's what her, her primary position is, is to be a catcher. Mm -hmm. Um, she's always gone and done whatever we've asked. So to have her stepping in, um, we've got a, a rock at third and Tori Coates, who's, who's just been there since her freshman year, um, does some pretty amazing things. <clears throat> and then we've got a couple of juniors that have, have been very, very patient, you know, Cassidy Gay, um, it plays a lot of softball and, and has just kind of been log jammed behind those kids and she's gotten good minutes. She's went and done everything we've asked of our JV games. And, uh, you know, she's absolutely, and she's contributed too, but she's ready to now come in and be like, all right, it's, it's my time. And, you know, Natalia Benavidez is another one of them that, you know, she's played whatever outfield position because Laney's had center locked down for four years and now it's, now it's Nat's position and, and, you know, she's ready for it. So it's really exciting. We've got a couple of sophomores that, that did really well last year too. Uh, Hannah Moore, uh, she'll be able to step in at shortstop for Autumn. And then Harley Alleman actually, uh, you know, we kind of knew where Harley was going to be in the end, and uh, she contributes at the plate, and uh, we'll get her into the circle some more and uh, defensively kind of see where we need her to go. Is, it, is there any big voids you're trying to fill or <laughs> um, as far as positions on the field? or Not really. Um, I mean, you know, Cass has been there at first behind, it's been Piper and, and Jazzy and the, the year before was, uh, Natasha. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I think the kids have, have put in a lot of time and work, uh, that have been, been there. And so I, I'm anticipating them being able to come in, uh, fill in and they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think they're ready to go too. So. I mean, that's, that's kind of crazy to say. I mean, we graduated Peyton Hyatt, who had a great career. Um, you know, Jazzy Pryor uh, came in, came to us as a junior and, and had a good season. Um, the one thing that will be really hard to replace will be Madigan Webster because yeah. Maddie could, could do a lot of different things uh, between her slapping wherever you needed her to go play on the field and the fact that that little five-foot-two kid, <laughs> like, hey, can you come in and get us out of this jam pitching? Sure, coach. I haven't thrown a ball in a month, but I'm more <laughs> than happy to step in here and take care of business. Um, that kind of mentality, which I, I believe we have and we've just kind of built into what we do, uh, is still there. But not having that kid that can do that type of thing, that might be a little bit of a challenge. But yeah. well, Maddie might be your uh... – <clears throat> I guess you could say cis baits. Yeah, uh, I mean, really, in even in height and everything. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she she did some pretty pretty amazing things. But yeah. all, I mean, all those kids. Um, you know, Peyton by the end of her career was, I mean, hitting some pretty serious bombs, and that might be the one thing. Maybe you know, we'll we'll see what kind of develops as we go. But uh, Cass is a strong kid too. Um, but Peyton Peyton's uh, power, and then. Uh, you know, we, you know, we lost Piper early in the year last year too. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some, there's some things that these guys have all worked through for, for numerous years that I, I think benefits them at this point in time too. Where was Madigan playing last year? Second? She played second. She had finally kind of settled into position that yeah. probably helped that Phillips quit moving around so much. And <laughs> cause I mean, she literally can, she can go out and she's a great outfielder. She can actually play third. She can play short. You know, the one place we probably wouldn't put her as catcher at first, yeah. but I mean, she probably could go play first if you asked her to. Yeah. But who yeah, you, last do, year was pretty much second. So who do you see? I mean, see feeling in that second. Um, that might be the one place that's a little bit of a question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley Alamanda definitely can play some second base. And then we'll see, um, you know, Courtney Rossback 
took last year off and we'll see if she kind of decides to come back out, mm-hmm. uh, court somebody that's actually played there and played well for us too. So, okay. Yeah. And then on the mound, it's going to be like you mentioned, uh, Grace and, uh, Haley or Hallie, uh, Harley, Harley, Grace, uh, it'll probably be Grace Cassidy and, uh, Harley. And we'll kind of see how they continue to progress as the year goes on. But yeah. Grace definitely looking at like kind of the lion's share of the work at this point. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about uh, the leak itself. Uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get back to me in two or three weeks. Well, yeah, it's always it's kind of a crapshoot sometimes too. But um, you know, I actually had a chance to sit down and talk to the Liberty Christian coach when I went down there to watch uh, watch the game, and he was saying that they've got got some maybe some pitching issues. So we'll kind of see. But those two guys do a great job. I wouldn't put it beyond uh, sandbagging. You know, they're not at the level of uh, Coach Pratt, but <laughs> um, you know, Harry, Harry's a great a sandbagger. <laughs> I got no problem saying that cause he knows it too. Absolutely. <laughs> um, those guys do a pretty good job. So, and we open early with them right after spring break too. So yeah. it's always a challenge. Uh, Mapton has, has shown some signs of improvement. They have a, this will be a sophomore pitcher, um, throws pretty well, a little bit wild and, you know, we'll see what that kind of looks like. Dayton's pitcher's back, so we'll kind of see where they're at. New coach, which could be kind of an X factor because uh, uh, Shane had been there for quite a while and coached kids growing up and, and did a really good job. Then you kind of get into prep and to sales, and, I mean, you just – in that Tri-Cities area, you just never actually kind of know what's going to happen with, with, with that school. Like, I mean, some, some kid could be there and you didn't know about. Same thing with the sales – um, and then, you know, white swan is, is white swan. They're at least always kind of scrappy and, and they can battle and we got to go down there. And on a side note, uh, every time we go down to white swan, their facility improves. So, Damn you know, it went from Bree Shipley hitting bombs. So they had to put a fence up to, they got a scoreboard to water on their field. <laughs> like it's, it's pretty interesting that every time we go down there, they get something new. That's funny. And uh, you guys made it to the semifinals last year. You went pretty deep. Yeah. Um, and if you guys have made state like 14, 15 straight years. I think they were 13, 13 at this point, 13. 14 out of the last 15, something I mean, like that. I mean, how does that feel? And then how do you how do you build off last season's success? It's all coaching, by the way. That's <laughs> <what I'm laughs> uh, it, was, it was pretty amazing, um, even with the way uh, Saturday went. I mean, we, we ran into a PL Willapaw Valley uh, buzzsaw of – Two good team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a good team. And then – I mean, Northwest Christian. So like the last two years, I mean, we've seen Adna, uh, PWV and, and Northwest Christian. And, uh, those are three of the top four teams in the state. And, yeah. and we've, and we've hung with them. Um, I think more than anything, I think every year we come back and our, our goal is, you know, our goal is to be there. And then I think the kids know that. I don't think it really has to be said, but it's, it's one step at a time taking care of business and, you know, really, once you get there, making the best of whatever opportunities you get. And so at one point in time, we'd gone through a stretch where we'd gone to and out for an extended period of time. And I think I felt that pressure more than the kids ever did. And I may have actually ended up projecting onto them. And when we finally discussed it, it helped quite a bit. So off of that, I think I think there's the expectation. Like the last two years, they have played like some pretty fantastic like fast pitch on Friday evenings, mm-hmm. three years, last three years, because mm-hmm. we had that Ocosta game too. Oh yeah, 
So the last three years that, you know, that's where they want to be. They want to be playing on Friday night, trying to make that semifinal game. And uh, really the biggest thing is, is going out and, and putting your best foot forward and, and competing, you know, to the team that you are, regardless of who you're playing. With the seniors you've lost, do you see anybody kind of taking on a new, like a leadership role? Like, do you see Grace stepping in in that role, or um, still early? But <laughs> yeah, it's early, and it, it's always interesting to kind of just see where that goes. Um, I'm not a big assigned captains. I mean, even at this point in the time, uh, probably about four or five years ago, I quit taking players up to the plate because, like, literally, I'd like shuffle kids around and like try not to hurt people's feelings. And then it was like, why, why am I even bringing them up here at this point in time? Like. They shake hands. They're never going to go talk to an official. Yeah. Like if there's a question, I'm going to be the one that walks out and ask them. Um, and then leadership kind of just, I've kind of let it sort of try to develop. I, I think if you force a kid into a leadership role that they're not ready for or they want, then you're not going to get anything out of it. And you're probably going to build resentment in your team. Uh, you know, Grace is going to take a leadership role just from her competitive nature. Uh, Tory Coates and, and they're totally different like types of players are also is extremely competitive. And then you got a really quiet. Um, I'm just going to come out here and take care of my business in Autumn Miller. Mm-hmm. And, and so they kind of, they kind of work around each other. Um, and then the, <clears throat> we'll, we'll see the other ones are kind of different, but yeah. it's, it's totally, it's, it's a unique kind of dynamic, but, I haven't really assigned it. Um, the, the leadership every year is different too. I mean, I can remember probably the year after Dallas Maupin graduated coach that, you know, Kayvon Baver didn't really want any part of it, really just wanted to come out and play. And uh, we looked at it and I said, Kayvon, she goes, yeah, I see. I'm going to, I'm going to have to like step in here with this group and maybe be a little more vocal and, and help organize some things. And, mm-hmm. and so, I think each group kind of brings its own unique um, personality to, to a season. Yeah. So if you come into it kind of going, well, we're going to do this and their personality is this, then it just, it's not going to gel. Hmm. So yeah, that's what, how I approach it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, you guys, you know, bringing, you know, Clay almost coming in Highland and oh, yeah. what's the league going to look like? And uh, the league is going to get fun. Cause yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's, the game's great anyway, but, you know, we've been playing Clay Elm now for a number of years uh, in a non-league uh, when we bring Morton Wyatt Pass over, and <clears throat> it, it's been good games. Uh, it's a great program. Cheryl does a, a really good job up there. Uh, it'll be re- even more fun with uh, both of our daughters playing and uh, competing. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that's going to be it's going to be kind of crazy. Um, on that's our side. You remember, though. Yeah, I mean, that's – and, it, and you know, we've developed a friendship over the year here last few years and I've always had a lot of respect for her. And then, you know, on the other side, you know, we're bringing Warden in and that's a team that we have played on and off in league for a number of years. And they're actually a, a major thorn in our side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they are a, they're a challenge, but it's uh they've always been, they've been super fun games. Like, you know, even when you end up dropping it like 10 to one, you remember like that, what, what situations like maybe cost you that game and, how to how to go about getting better, and we've got Warden for non-league this year as well. And and you know, anytime we can try to play them, we usually do when they're up. And so it's it's going to be uh, it, it's pretty crazy because the the two B part of the state and the Central Washington just absolutely exploded around here. Yeah. So and I don't need Highland hasn't had fast pitch, so it'd be interesting to see where they're going to be. 
Um, trying to think, Granger. Granger's been a lot better lately too. So that'll be an interesting one to add in. And then on the other side, Riverview's dropping down. Um, Warden's the real big pickup on that side. Yeah. Huh. So it, it's going to be, <clears throat> it's going to make for some for some interesting postseason play. Yeah. And uh, you know we've talked about the Cleon Kittitas rivalry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you have any name suggestions for that? Yeah. What it should be a traveling trophy or <laughs> the traveling trophy. We don't like the. Uh, the Timothy Cup is. I think that's a good one, but I think it's worn out. It's yeah. worn out. Oh, uh, apparently. <laughs> I don't. I you know I heard you guys talking about that one uh, episode or two ago, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I I think that would be fun though because it is it is nice when you have like one you have a rivalry just because you're close, mm-hmm. but two now you now you're in the same league, yeah. and so it, it it should be a lot of fun again to like really add some some serious meaning to those games. I agree. That's yeah. gonna be a blast. Yeah. You know, we have to wait for that one for next year. But do you uh, do you have a uh, well? You're let's just be honest, coach. You'll probably give me some coach speak on this one. <laughs> the most important game is the next one on the schedule. But is there is there a trip that you and the and the ladies and enjoy making, uh, or is there an opponent that, whether it's non-league or league, that uh, it's no there's no difficulty getting up uh, getting up and, and jacked up for. <laughs> Um, and you can give us coach speak if you want. That's, really, that's a good. That's a good question. Um, I know. I would. I would think. And I'm trying to really think if, if Grace and them have played him, but uh, adding Warden into that one, and then I know that they they really look forward to the the day that we play uh, Cleelum and Morton White Pass. Like, you know, I mean, they they get to see somebody different. I mean, one we get to play Cleelum, and then we bring Morton White Pass over, and and you know, they're always they're always competitive. They're, they're in a really tough division. So in, in that, you know, that central league and in, in the Southwest Washington that produces a lot of state champions. So you get a little taste of, of what they do. So I, I know that's one that's always on there. Um, when you get into the league, um, the, the one that's actually that they're, they're learning that they got to not look over more so than like get up for is that they can't look over people. Like, so like last year we went down to Mapton and I think they were overlooking them and we had to have a little conversation about, Hey, this isn't, you know, this isn't the Mapton team that was olaying the line drives that Bree Shipley was hitting. This is the Mapton team that's actually stepping in front of line drives now. So that you, you guys need to be ready to play. Plus they have that pitcher that's got one more year of experience you were mentioning. Yeah. You know, I think uh, I think they enjoy beating the sales. Yeah, everybody I mean, does. <laughs> you know, that's a good one. I know for they I know they took uh, great pleasure that group last year in uh, in taking care of Brewster in the fashion that they did um, after some frustrating games. So, um, and Dayton Waitsburg, right? So Dayton Dayton Waitsburg is probably one that's on the schedule that, uh, especially after two years ago, they came up here and the wind was blowing and uh, all Miserable. they did. As we continued to beat them, was keep telling us that it was because of the wind that beat them, and it was like, well, we went and played you at districts, and we beat you, and the wind wasn't blowing, and then we <laughs> like, played you in league, and the wind wasn't blowing. So that that one, I think, still <clears throat> sticks in the in the minds of those that were present for it. So exactly. Well, I think that wraps it up for the uh, preview on Kittitas softball and having Coach Phil. Uh, would you stick around for Would You Rather? Yeah, I can. Uh, Sounds I, good. I can stick around. We got. We want to hear more opinion opinions out of you. Um, we'll be right back. We'll play one message as soon as this thing saves. We'll be right back with Would You Rather. 
Access to moisture is arguably the number one factor limiting yields in our region. Hi, I'm Kat Salois, the Director of Research for the McGregor Company. Phosphorus is critical in developing deep fibrous roots, but largely ties up before ever reaching your plant. Instruct by McGregor's protects and maximizes your phosphorus investment by keeping it more plant available longer. Instruct improves nutrient efficiency, establishes larger roots earlier, and ultimately increases access to soil moisture. The results of Instruct are striking, exclusively at McGregor's. Application only. All right, we are back. We are live with Would You Rather? Cameraman, you awake back there? Thumbs up. He's awake. Baby. He's awake. We were wondering there for a second. Um, we are back with Would You Rather segment. They wrap this thing up. Coach Phil in the house. John, you said you had one in your head. I had one, and it's a spring sports oriented. Uh, I guess the Would You Rather. Um, Coach, you talked about it. We're going to let you lead off with this. You talked about it a little bit. Would you rather? Play in driving rain or 30 mile an hour winds? <laughs> oh man, wait, but you said driving rain, like that's that's like I guess wind, that, yeah, wind or rain. Well, so maybe, yeah, just wind or rain. What's the lesser of the two evils, <laughs> coach? That's a that's a good one. Um. That's a question only a kid to ask coach can answer. Yeah, no yeah kidding, really. And, <laughs> and, and luckily, having lived and played on the west side, yeah, yeah, you know, there's a certain point where, with the, well, we've we've actually been blown off the field too before, where when you don't have water to keep the dust down oh, and uh, brutal, it's pelting you in the face. Uh, wow. Oh man, I'd I'd probably rather play in a I'd rather play in the rain. Wow. I choose I, rain. I'd rather play in the rain than a than a driving uh, 40, 50 mile an hour day here in the valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're yeah. It's like golf. I'd rather play in rain too. Sure. So it's all four of us because I'm going to say rain too. Yeah. Uh, I like rain. I I like it. Now the wind. I think the wind is more. I will take zero degree weather any day over wind. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying the zero degree weather is comfortable, but yeah, yeah the wind just cuts into you. My, my next wind, the wind absolutely beats you. It is yeah, it, it's like it just getting you. it's like getting punched. Like there's yeah. days you'll be when you're out there and you'll walk go home and go, Why am I tired? Oh yeah, I was standing like this <laughs> yeah. against the wind all yeah. afternoon. All dang day. Or all day if it's a double header, yeah. My would you rather? Would you rather Luke be wearing the shirt he was wearing or the one he's wearing now? Cameraman, get him. Yeah. 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 I he can wear that all day, every shows day. Up on there. All day, every good. day. He's got the nice. Looks like it fits you a lot better than it would fit me. For the non-watchers, he's got the Western You Suck shirt on. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Fist. There you go. Yeah. Boom. I, mean, I guess I'll join the culture. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's he's right. There. I choose that shirt. <laughs> All right. Would you rather? Would you rather go undefeated on the road or at home? You know, we kind of had a conversation like this, would you rather beat your rival at home or beat your rival on the road I, I or something like that? I mm-hmm. can't quite remember the context. I I would rather go undefeated at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. Road wins are are important. I mean, wins are important, but I had my choice, undefeated at home. Yeah, I'd say home as well. It's a lot more fun to just beat everybody, Coach. Hey. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, at home, because then then you're taking care of business where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You got one for us? I don't. You don't? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a one, a great would you rather. 
that would incorporate the latest big deal on social media of the Zamboni driver that got to play goalie. Yeah. That was phenomenal, by the way. So, I mean, obviously, if you say, would you rather be a Zamboni driver or an, or a pro athlete, you would say pro, pro athlete. athlete. But what if we said Zamboni driver or like the team's mascot or something yeah. like that? I'm going to say Zamboni driver because apparently you're eligible to be the backup goalie. That's a thing. In hockey, so I'm going to say Zamboni driver only because I think you sweat less as a jam- Zamboni driver than a mascot. Plus, all the chicks hey, dig it. If you if you pull the field maintenance guy out and put him behind the plate, then we'll start talking some more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that would be the guy. The yeah. guy mopping the sweat off the NBA. He's going to become the twelfth man. The head grounds crewman. <laughs> Telling you what, if you're the Zamboni driver, you probably got some form of hockey background. Obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think he played minor league hockey of some sort. I, I think yeah. he'd had quite a decent career. It sounded like. Yeah. Um, how about? Uh, oh, go ahead. Would you rather run fast or jump high? Fast any day, all day. Yeah, I agree. Really? Oh, we, we had this. Okay, would you rather be able to run like 100 oh, miles per hour yeah. or fly 10 miles per hour? Can't remember what I answered there, what are you but I would definitely you, want to run fast. What, what else are you going to do if you can jump high, Coach? Be a dunk and win every tip off in the NBA. You can you can lower the hoop and dunk, Coach. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but you can. You don't have. Yeah, you like, don't need to play on the tennis. Yeah, yeah, but you can make a career out of being a block shot or shot blocker and dominant force in the paint. Yeah, or you can make a career like Usain Bolt. I was yeah, just going to say that yeah. Usain Bolt guy. Yeah, he's, he's made every time I run fast. <laughs> Every time I watch him run, it reminds me of my middle school highlight reel. I mean, just just phenomenal so athlete. Yeah. That's exactly what I think of when so I... So many similarities. Mm-hmm. So I just got one from my fiance. She said, would you rather have the worst team with the best attitude or the best team with the worst attitudes? Coach, I'm going to leave that one to you here. <laughs> uh, you'd rather have the worst team with a bunch of good attitudes mm-hmm. that, that are going to work towards a goal versus trying to hold together a team that wins with just terrible attitudes. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And that's got to be just like a bunch of stress that you, on top of just the managing of a. What, what about you? I mean, I'd say the same thing because when you have a team that's a good team with those other aspects, it makes going home a lot easier, and a lot less stress, right? Because you know that everybody's bought in; they're going to listen to what you have to say and want to get better each and every single day, right? Willow, if she's listening, good to job, watching, Willow. Good, good question. <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah. Got any other ones over here? What about Nate? Because the camera guy, you got a would you rather for the crew out here? <laughs> speechless. Just would you speechless. rather be behind the camera or in front of the mic? <laughs> He's behind back there. I'm in front. I'll say in front. Because that's yeah. what we feel. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> um, spring break uh, is coming up around right. the corner. So for uh, the spring break, uh, would you rather go on a trip if that meant well, I guess you coaches, your trip is going to be to the ballpark or, or to the diamond, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, do kids get a break for you guys? Yeah, we give them a few days off. A few days? They, they early, end up like, early in the week? or uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I try to do something towards the end. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Even then, um, I'm inclined to not have hmm. kids there because they they're kind of used to it. Yeah. This is the first year in a few years we haven't played on the Saturday going into spring break. Um, and that's taken a long time to actually try to get people to understand that we need to play on this Saturday in order to even get something accomplished. Yeah. Um, but even then, I've had uh, kids missing. Yeah. 
But so we, we, we get some time off and they, they kind of need it because it's especially as a long year. As spring break is it's it, it becomes a kind of a long mm-hmm. stretch after that of, of school and, and playing. And yeah, Here, you guys basically answered my question. So <laughs> let's go with this. Would you rather at Mad Mad Bum, Madison Baumgartner, oh. would you rather him be a baseball player? Or a team roper, as it has come out. You already know my answer. Are you, are team you roper a, all day, every day. Are you going to write a column on that? We should get him on. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. Sure. sure. Would he be on an alias or his real name? Well, now he For can. For those of you that don't know, Madison Bumgarner got outed because he, there was a picture put on. He won a jackpot team roping in Arizona, in Wickenburg. Like 25 grand. Yeah. Yeah. Wickenburg, which is the team roping capital it of the is. world for those not in the Now he's in so trouble because I think it was against his contract. Oh. Well, what are they going to do? Like, like nothing. Him? Right. Yeah. You want me, Not you want me to donate my twenty five thousand? Right. Yeah. Hey, we don't want you to throw for us anymore. Right. Yeah. How about just don't do that anymore? Or like, yeah. he's going to have to ride a bull as the punishment. <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> like, why, why why not embrace that and like utilize it to your advantage? You're making a marketing thing. Yeah, your something. pitcher who like all of a sudden just came out as a, as a cowboy. Well, that right. explains a little bit on him. Explains a lot about him and his I mean, performance in the World Series. So, so I'm going to say pitcher because he he's a He'd be the dude you want to lead your staff. Why can't why can't he be a multi-sport athlete? Which is perfect. A yeah. Dion. I, I mean, right? right. right. Why, here you go. Why are you not embracing this? And let's let's get him out there a little bit more. And well, he'd, he'd probably be one of the few rodeo guys that wouldn't need a sponsor. Because he's probably doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> the Arizona we'll Diamondback sponsor we'll on the back of it. Can yeah. we start like a hashtag to get him to Ellensburg? Get we Mad Bum like, to the best yeah. of the best roping that's coming up. Is he headed up to the up to Seattle to play this year? And if it was that play? weekend, that'd be f- so freaking awesome if he was here oh in the morning goodness, and back you know in Safeco by I, that I'm night. I'm thinking press passes are in order. Absolutely. Luke, work on that. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Okay, I got one more, unless you guys got other ones. Not sports related, but you kind of got me thinking about earlier. And I had this conversation with someone today. When you go on vacation, say spring break, would you rather go to Arizona or a place like Hawaii that has a beach in the ocean. Warm, someplace warm. So both of those would, uh, I guess it depends what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for water and a beach, obviously you're going to trend toward Hawaii. I think Arizona is easier to get to. Arizona also has something called spring training. We'll, we'll say a, uh, California beach. <clears throat> Well, now that hits home for me since uh, we will be traveling for spring break. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, a beach. beach. There's nothing against Arizona. It's on the bucket list. But I'm given been. that scenario, I'm going to say a beach. You've never been to Arizona? Well, uh, if you include uh, flying into Phoenix and sitting on a plane, then yes. If you include <laughs> driving over the Hoover Dam. <laughs> Driving over the Hoover <laughs> Dam and parking in Arizona and then walking, of course I have. <laughs> yeah. So I've spent a grand total of 28 minutes in Arizona. Yeah. And it's old, been wonderful. How old, how old are you? What's that? How old are you? <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 43 age, but uh, in terms of physical shape, I'm 25. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd rather be on a beach, Coach. I'll go Arizona. Uh, yeah. I'd love to be in Arizona, but a beach just sounds phenomenal. Uh, so... That could change beach. each year. Beach. Yeah, so do you say? Year. Do you say Arizona for golf, Luke? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, well, that would be yeah. why you know he's pointing out like, well, what's your purpose? Well, if I can go play golf and right. catch some baseball, and, yeah, which yeah. Arizona, you know, there's some this... hockey that can be picked up. Oh yeah. I mean, the... there's this this thing mm-hmm. called the NBA basketball. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. What is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
that wraps up our first live episode. Facebook Live. We only had one time. It cut us off. I feel like this is a success. Yeah. Good job, fellas. I think we did all right. We had, we had a kid run in. Wi-Fi went down. Yeah. Kid ran in. <laughs> Wi-Fi went down. We got plenty for the blooper reel. We are. Yeah. I hope that all got caught on there. Uh, thanks again for Coach Nate Phillips for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks to Nate Sorensen for being the, the best camera guy in the United That's States right. tonight. Woo! <laughs> want to say thanks to Fitterer's Furniture as well. Absolutely. Fitterer's Furniture on the corner of 4th and Main. Go check them out. Go get something, right. go get something bought there. Check them out. You got spring weather coming up, lots of wind, but there's lots of baseball on TV and lots of college softball That on means TV. you need a nice couch to watch Comfortable? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you mean we, an end table to hold your drinks. Absolutely. You need that? That's right. Absolutely. You need, there's some nice ones you there. Sure. To put your feet up on. Mm. <laughs> Do it. Get there. Tell them what we sent you. Get the Nate Phillips discount. Let them know. All right. Well, thanks again. We look forward to you guys coming back. And uh, we don't know when the next live session will be. Uh, but when we get back from that, we will let you guys know. Heads up. Tell everybody. Share us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And, and get on YouTube. Watch us. Uh, until next week, take care. Baby, hey, we made it. Hey, we made it.